Thank you for tuning in to the Cop with Comic. I'm Brian Cop, and we're here with Comic Kate Hester. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me, Brian. Oh, thank you, because you are fresh on the heels of a big old, big old victory or top, you know, podium finish at the New Jersey Comedy Festival. Yeah, it was that was really exciting. I was I was very pleased with that whole situation. <laughs> I was pleased with myself. I did about as yes. well as I could have. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I I was really nervous, and it, it all seemed to work out in the end. So I, I was I was happy about that. And so how, how did that work? Because I think each night had an industry pick and an audience pick. Mm-hmm. And then I, and so like, um, is that because each comic, each, you know, like a set of comics would have their own audience. So it was only fair in that respect to crown an industry pick and an audience pick. And what was the difference between them, et cetera? Um, well, that I'm I'm not 100 <laughs> percent sure how they how they I did good, but like I don't that. know how they did. Yeah. it. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean. I mean, I don't know why they did it that way. I guess they just wanted to give more people an opportunity to move forward, you know, to make it a little more exciting, you know, and, and that way I think you get a, you get a range of comics, like from, you know, like I'm not exactly like super pro level yet. I'm still kind of new. So the audience pick gives, you know, it gave me, I got the audience pick for the Jersey strong showcase. So that gave me the opportunity to move into the final round. Oh, good. And then, um, so you performed so, once to get that that first award, but then you guys all moved on and you all performed before the same audience. And that's how you got crowned third place. Well, no, it was a different audience. It was a different night. I mean, maybe there were some of the same people in the audience, but yeah, uh, different audience, different know. night. But like yeah. the winners from each night were then performing again. So then it was fair yes. to measure, measure you guys against each other. Yes. Because on your first night doing it, you weren't against, like I had former guests, oh. Lily Lester and Christiana Jackson on. And I think they won one of those picks on their night yeah but, uh, but then everybody so you you actually didn't do comedy with lily lester and christiana jackson on their first night right no i was in right. the jersey strong showcase and right. uh they they were in different showcases yeah but then uh, then you guys all advanced to this uh, an, an, another round and then all you winners kind of went before this the same audience as each other yes okay Okay, and then they, they were able to crown the winner because it's equal that way. You guys are all in the same, the same audience. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could say that, yeah. Okay, and so, yeah, so uh, you got third place, and then Christiana Jackson got first or second, I think. Yeah, well, she she won. She okay. she won the thing. There wasn't really, like, a first place, second place, or third place. Okay. There was, like, a, a top three and then the winner of the top three. And, and then they're like, you, you got to fight each other for a second place, but you have to do it on your <laughs> own. You have to do it on your own time. Yeah. The theater's closed. yeah. We have to have like an over-the-top style arm wrestling competition, <laughs> I think. But I think the other, I think it was a guy. So I don't know if I'm going to win that arm wrestling competition. Uh, or not. And it doesn't have. Yeah, the feat of strength just has to be hilarious. It doesn't really yeah. matter who wins. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever's funnier in the fucking situation. Yeah. So yeah. It looks like you're doing like all these all these shows in New York City. I, I see you're doing um, you're doing a show with Carly Montag and um. Who was the other one I saw? Yeah, so some former guests. I mean, so you're just rocking and rolling with the with the rooftop shows, park shows, uh, Zoom shows. What have you been doing? I'm tr- I'm mostly getting Zoom shows right now, but I'm doing my best to get the rooftop and park shows. You know, they're hard. <laughs> it's like a thousand comedians scrambling for these shows, like the last helicopter leaving the island. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I had um. 
Jake Velasquez on earlier tonight, and he does penthouse comedy. And of course, they do Tiny Cupboard, which is one of the one of the rooftop venues, I guess. But then yes. I think he also has his own rooftop. So if you really want to get a rooftop show, just just you know buy a building with a rooftop, right? Yeah, it's that I will. easy, right? It's that cheap and easy, right? <laughs> yep, there you go. But you probably could because you're a successful artist. You do tape art, which is fucking cool. Like I look, um, so on on Twitter, your personal comedy account or just general account is Kate Hester, K A Y T, and then on um, Instagram, you're Kate Balls of Fire, which which is hilarious. There's a numeral in there, <laughs> but you also do Kate underscore tape for your tape art, and, mm-hmm. and you're pretty successful with this tape art. I mean, you did a Pixie show. You did their big Caribou backing, which is super cool because they have Caribou the song. Yes, I was uh, very lucky to have been asked to do artwork for their 30th anniversary Surfer Rosa tour. And uh, yeah, I know I'm a huge Pixies fan. Uh, How that happened was it was about nine years ago. I did an art show where all the pieces were based on Pixie songs. And uh, I got a big write-up in a magazine because of that art show. And then their social media guy, I guess he had a... Uh, filter, a Google filter set up for Pixie's tribute. So he got an email about it. And then I got I got this phone call because he called the art gallery and was like, I work for the Pixies. I'm looking to get in touch with Kate Hester. So they were like, here's her phone number. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm at home doing my hair, getting ready for the art show. And I get this phone call and they're like, hey, I work for the Pixies. And they, they saw this article and they want to meet you and they want to invite you out. And to come see them and meet them. And I was like, is this a fucking prank? I, didn't, <laughs> I was like, no, I was like, yeah, I don't think so, buddy. And he was like, no, I'm dead serious. I'll uh, email you all the information. And then I just started screaming, I think. <sighs> so that was 10 years ago. Luckily I, I kept my cool and uh, we, we've all remained friends and, and they reach out to me like when they need little things done. And, and that's like a huge privilege. So that's cool. Cause it would seem to yeah. be, I mean, it's probably difficult as hell, but it could be cost effective compared to other backdrops. Cause I see this Ed is dead backdrop. You did that one too. Yes, I did all all their lyrics. Like I spent like a whole month taping out by hand all these lyrics, and then uh, their their art and design guy picked and chose which one he wanted. Okay, wow. Yes, yeah, so I suppose it is pretty labor intensive, though. Yeah, it's very labor intensive. That's why I'm I'm trying to I'm kind of easing back off of the artwork a little bit to focus more on comedy <laughs> because um, it's it so is, labor intensive. Well, it is. You know, it's burning me out a little bit. It's been okay. fifteen to seventeen, fifteen, seventeen years, something like that, of me hunched over a little table, ripping pieces of masking <sighs> tape into tiny bits. Like my neck hurts, my arms hurt. I'm I'm a little burnt out on it. So, yeah, well, well, we'll we'll get away from it in one second after we go into the Kate Moss thing because it sounds like you're as big of a Kate, a Kate Moss fan as I am. I am. I am. She just has an extraordinary face for yes. recreating in black masking tape, <laughs> and you know, I just why think is she's that? Because so, yeah. yeah, I mean, you did the the big the big ad from when she started where she's playing with with she's picking at her toes or whatever like you did that in tape art and i love that that whole campaign and the whole earlier sorrenti stuff was amazing because she was just so so waifish but she turned out to be one of the better models in the history of time because she can be chameleon like but you're saying that she's good for masking tape and is part of that the fact that the the famous ads were in black and white yeah, you know, they were just so simple and streamlined and black and white. And her face is just so perfectly symmetrical. It's almost yeah. like not of this earth. But yeah, yeah I can I can start sounding like a big weirdo when I talk about Kate Moss real fast. Me too. 
That's good. Yeah. So I started yeah. like uh, with my with my law school loans. I actually started a modeling roster, mm-hmm. and one of like the biggest models I wanted just so you know the girl in the neighborhood who's a barista, but she was thinner than Kate, and she had that perfectly symmetrical wide face and after yeah. that i was like all right i'm done <laughs> i've hung it up it's just like after i talk with kate hester it's like all right i've done, I've done everything i need to with Gotham with comedy. yeah there we go <laughs> yeah so with, with comedy it's like um you know i think you have an interesting day job that you might talk about on stage right yes i am a pedestrian safety specialist for the state of new jersey <laughs> you know everybody's always saying there is downsides to keeping everybody inside like meaning because people get depressed and stuff like that. But are, I mean, in letting people leave their home and things like that, you're seeing the danger in that not only with the pandemic, but you're seeing it with like traffic. Like a lot of the yes. traffic related fatalities were decreasing for a second there. No, actually they picked up. They, they picked, picked up, up with, yeah, with, people, with the pandemic. People are driving like absolute maniacs. And really? the pedest- yeah, and the pedestrians are all distracted and worried and not paying attention. And that's like my job did not, the busyness did not falter. Like oh shit, yeah. And so Pedest- I mean, is, your, yeah. is the pe- pandemic? I mean, the is the education materials you're putting together kind of trying to address the fact that hey, we know you're distracted with awful shit. Yeah, you need to t- look t- up totally. every once in a while. Plus, it's like every like Tom, Dick, and Harry guy that's been in an office job for the past 30 years has finally got three months off of work. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to buy a bike, even though I haven't been on a bike since I was 20 years old. And they're oh, getting no. on these bikes, and they're just driving out in the traffic. Yeah, oh, it was like a ton, a ton of bike incidents. Uh, yeah, no, everyone was getting hit by cars during the pandemic. It was fucking ridiculous. And you know who gets hit by cars the most? Are adult men. (laughs) Yeah, I think that statistic is hilarious. Yes, because we're just so oblivious. Yeah, yeah, or it's like you guys supposed to be better that at everything than the rest (laughs) of us. Yeah, you you can't look both ways before crossing the goddamn street. (laughs) Not better at not better at walking, you guys. Yeah, exactly. Not better pedestrians, chauvinists. You know. Uh, yeah, so you, yeah, you guys are getting yours. You guys think you own the fucking right away, and you're getting hit as a result. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, you're, you're I... too cool to. <laughs> oh, anyway, go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, if you're too cool to fucking look both ways, both ways, what else yeah. are you too cool to do? And is that kind of yeah, that kind of? <laughs> we have to give guys walking helmets now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does that stuff make us way interact like the relationship stuff? The difference between men and women, or not really? Um, I will, I think it certainly says something. There's definitely something there in that statistic. The fact that m- adult men are getting hit by cars more than any other human being. <laughs> like, why? Yeah. Why is that? Yeah, more than kids. Yeah. Why? Like, what makes you guys think you could, like, what, go up against a car? Like, you, you can't. It's still bigger than you. It's still heavier than you are. Yeah, you, know, you might not think it. Yeah, that's a way to kind of ri- ridicule the world, but also ridicule like any ma- male characters in your life. Like, yeah, if, have you yeah. had bosses in the past that you've been able like? Since you've had so many jobs, is that a good thing for comedy because you're able to kind of, you know, make fun of people or, or archetypes that you've kind of run across along the way, like composite characters or shitty yeah. bosses past. Absolutely, most of my set is taught me talking about like past bosses and jobs. <laughs> You know, because it's real. A, it's real, and B, yeah. it's like it's 
you know, when you work a bunch of jobs in Jersey City, New Jersey, you're going to have stories, you know. So yeah, what's it like? Yeah, how can you, you know, for somebody, I think I've been there accidentally once. And yeah, so <laughs> how do you compare and contrast like Jersey City versus uh, New York City? Well, Jersey City is got ev- like every uh, economic level and it's one of the most culturally diverse uh, cities in the world, actually. Okay. And it's like, you've got those of us who are working three jobs to pay the rent. And then you've got the people who mommy and daddy are paying the rent while they're writing their screenplay, you know, and then you've got like the people who are like raising their brothers and sisters. So you've got everybody. We're all in it together, you know? Yeah. And for the most part, we all do want to get along. Like I, I love all my neighbors. I've, I've formed really meaningful relationships with like also with people from every every place, you know. And so I mean, like, uh, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was their experience with Black Lives Matter protests? Uh, we had we had many, and uh, I, I went to as many as I could. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. We had, there was no bad incidents. Everything went went as smoothly as possible. And you know, Jersey City is a great place to live. I really love it here, and I I do want to live here for the rest of my life. Good. And so, I mean, is yeah. it pretty easy to kind of get in for spots, like even if the spots are far away, like Brooklyn? You mean like comedy wise? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, right now it's very difficult to get any type of spots in Brooklyn because yeah. first of all, it's three train rides away for me. Yeah. And it's like, I'm still like, okay, well, there's still a pandemic. Do I really want to spend an hour on the train? <sighs> yeah. On three trains. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking airborne. And, and like uh, standing on train platforms and waiting. It's going to take me like an hour and a half to get just get to some what spot in the park, you know. But uh, like, let me hop on a Zoom show. I can get on a couple yeah. Zoom shows in that time. Yeah, I can. I can. I do have way more Zoom shows right now. I've got one more. I've got one live show lined up in the Bronx, uh, I think, for the first or second week in September that I'm looking yeah. forward to. Yeah, yeah. that will be fun. That's with the concourse comedy guys uh, uh. who've been really sweet to me since I started. And uh, Jersey City comedy scene is very clicky. It's uh, a lot of dudes booking the same guys over and over and over again. Uh. But but they're nice guys. So I'm just waiting for them to reach out to me, which I'm hoping <laughs> will be sooner or later. You know, they know I'm here. They know where to find me. You know, they, you, they could, know, you could just ask, yeah. you know, it's like, I mean, I, I suppose the Pixies called you up back in the day because they heard about Kate Hester's tape art. And maybe that'll be the case now that you, you rocked and rolled <laughs> in the New Jersey Comedy Festival. But sometimes you can just probably ask and they'd be like, hell yeah, you just won that fucking competition. That's a credit. Yeah. That's a credit now for our flight. Yeah. Yeah. I am very happy. I finally got a credit, you know. Yeah. So, you got but, that you know, credit, I, and then you got copping with comic, you know? <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just racking them up. It's been a good week. It's been a good week. I'm, I am still new. I just, you know, I'm just entered my second year, so. Wow, you're doing pretty good for year two, right? Not a bad yeah, year. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in my first year anniversary just passed. It was actually the, the day of the Jersey City Comedy Festival was my first, first anniversary, I know. All you said, you should have been like, what's up, chumps? This is my one-year anniversary of comedy. And they'll be like, dude, I've been doing it for five years to get to this point. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, what? I do. I try not to t- actually here I am talking about it with you, but I try not to bring that up so much because they people will automatically dismiss you. Yeah. Whether once they find out that you've been in it for just a year, it's like, oh, you know, she's too green. I don't want anything to do with her. When it's like, no, I actually had a really good year. I've worked my ass off. <laughs> you know, like I'm in this to win it. I'm not just some asshole that gets up there and is like, so Tinder, am I right? You know what I mean? Yeah, you're not a like, dilettante. And I think I think I'm, there's people similarly situated, you know, where they're starting out, but they're fucking hustling their ass off. And those are the people you you see at all the mics and you see on all the shows. And really, like, if you're down to earth and just a cool person to hang with and you got some good chops and it sounds like you do, I really think you're going to find those people similarly situated. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying it. And I'm, I've been lucky. I've had a lot of really nice people give me a chance. And for that, I'm very grateful. Yeah. Good, and she's going to give back, just like she does as, as a successful artist. Like, if there's artists <laughs> below you on the rung, you, you pull them up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If, if anything I've learned this year is to be nice to the newbies, you know? Yes, yes, because like, the really? world is small. The world is small. If you act like a, yeah. a bee, if you act like a bee, it's going to spread pretty quick. Or it's like, like hey. yeah, it's like, you know, I, I get it. You, you don't want to th- throw a great show at me because you didn't get a great show in your first year. Yeah, uh, I get that. And, and and there's like a chain of command and a list of rules. But it's like, but you know what? Nobody knows who the fuck you are either. So <laughs> and I, get yeah, over I, yourself. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Ariel Dundas said something like there's enough gatekeepers where if you piss off one gatekeeper, there's, a th- you know, a hundred more in New York City. You know, it's that's not like true. I think she started in Amsterdam where there was exactly one uh-huh. gatekeeper. <laughs> yeah, that's and so, true. Uh, yeah, and but really, I, I love her too. She's great. Oh yeah, she's so funny, and so is Kate Hester. She's really, I mean, Kate Moss used to be meaningful to me, but the only the only Kate I care about is Kate Hester. Oh, sap. <laughs> but she's yeah, she's Kate Hester, K A Y T Hester at Twitter, and also Kate Balls of Fire on Instagram. Kate Hester, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. <laughs>